Hey, what's up, guys? This is David Benjamin, the host of the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. Uh, I have a really cool podcast today. I'm actually here with uh, one of my good friends who's a health blogger, health journalist, and uh, just has a lot of great information on health and wellness. He kind of has a journalistic, um, investigative mind about health and wellness, and uh, it's really cool because I kind of have a different mindset and different approach to health, and his mindset's more investigative. And uh, together we created a book actually recently um, called Dirt Cheap Weight Loss. And the book is about how to lose weight on a budget. And uh, the thing, the reason we wrote the book was because we saw different diets out there. We saw, you know, Nutrisystem, um, um, those types of things. The type of diet plans you see on TV that are ridiculously pricey. They charge like $200, $300 a month for a quote-unquote meal plan, which is a box of um, packaged foods and half of them genetically modified or artificially sweetened and uh, it's shit to be honest and yes I just said the word shit on my show I'm going to be I'm going to be shitting all over everything more often um, in a good way like I'm going to be shitting on big industry and big pharma and all that so um, if you're not comfortable with the word shit uh, you might want to shit elsewhere because there's going to be a lot of that happening so um, <laughs> anyway uh, I'm here with Nick Meyer He's the founder of AltHealthWorks.com. He's been on an episode before, so if you go back in the uh, episode archives, you can listen to his episode, uh, him sharing his story and those types of things. But uh, today he's here with me in, in the show, and we're going to talk about five, six, seven or so uh, different tips to help you lose weight on a budget in a cheap way. And uh, it's going to be a really interesting, great conversation, casual conversation, and uh, we're going to help give you some great tips uh, to save weight, excuse me, lose weight on a budget. So. How's it going, Nick? How are you doing today? David, I'm doing fantastic today. It's uh, about 90 degrees out here in Tamarindo, Costa Rica. Tamarindo. Uh, We're in Costa Rica. We've got to mention that. Pura <laughs> uh, Vida, everybody. And uh, I'm just excited to share what I've learned over many years of researching and many years of trial and error with my own weight. Um, weight loss is easy, and weight loss should be cheap. So that's basically what I, what I want to... Uh, kind of the point I want to get across in this podcast today, and uh, that's why we want to uh, discuss some of our favorite tips with you today. So, uh, David, do you have any favorite favorite tips? Is there one tip that stands out to you as being something that people can implement really easily into their lives for cheaper? Yeah, for sure. Um, before we get into it, though, I just wanted to talk a bit more about um, kind of the, um, the re- as Nick touched upon, the reason why we wrote the book is because there's a lot of diets and a lot of things out there that are ridiculously pricey, diet plans, pills. Most of the pills are, are shit, once again. Um, they're strength to modify ingredients. There's artificial sweeteners. Um, they're not that potent of supplements. They're just not that effective. We know this. Um, if you do the research and you look into the ingredients, you can find this out. Same with a lot of the meals on the market. A lot of the meals are fake foods, franken foods. Um, those types of things. A lot of uh, filler materials in these supplements too. Yeah, a lot of fillers. Um, you're not even, you think you're buying, you know, some cactus from Africa, and that's only like three percent of the actual. percent. <laughs> that's only three percent of the actual supplement. The rest is just fillers and GMOs. Um, so um, that that was kind of the reason why, you know, it's, it's for for someone like Nick and myself. I think for us, we understand that health doesn't need to be pricey. We know you can live healthy, eat healthy, be healthy. For very cheap. It doesn't need to cost that much money. And that's actually why Nick wrote his book, uh, Dirt Cheap Organic. If you look that up on Amazon, it's a best-selling book. 
uh, to hiring one tips uh, for growing organic on a budget. And that's kind of what led to this book, Dirt Cheap Weight Loss, because um, Dirt Cheap Organic is about being healthy and eating organic cheaply because it doesn't need to cost that much. And it doesn't need to cost that much to be healthy. Um, and really, in order to lose weight and be your ideal weight, as you and I both know, because we both gained and dropped weight multiple times in our lives oh, with yeah. ease, like <laughs> many, man, many, many times throughout <laughs> my my career, <laughs> career slash life, um, weight loss career, weight loss yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's easy. Like it's really not that hard. Like you know, we both know how to change our body fat percentage to add or reduce muscle. Like we know how to like mold our body, if you will fairly simply, it's not that hard. So that was the premise of this book was because with your diet, your fitness routine, your mindset, how stressed you are, um, all these different factors in your life determine how healthy you are and it determines how much you weigh, how much fat your body holds, if your stress hormone, hormones are activated or if your fat burning hormones are activated, how balanced your pH is, et cetera, et cetera, uh, if your body's detoxifying or if it's holding on to the toxins in the liver. So, you know, we've understood through all this research and reading and watching documentaries and reading books and interviewing uh, health authors and bloggers and podcasters and all these different people, that doesn't need to cost a lot of money. So that was the premise of this book, was to help you understand how you can get healthy on a budget in order to lose weight. And um, that was the, the base premise of the book. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's just kind of the, the understanding, the backstory of it. Um, so let's get into the first tips, and I, I want to let Nick take it away here for a bit because I've been, I've been blabbering up for a bit. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is the calorie myth. What, what specifically, is, we talk about this in the book, and we're gonna, each thing we talk about is part of the book, Dirt Cheap Weight Loss, 101 Tips for, going, uh, for Losing Weight on a Budget. Uh, but the first thing we're going to talk about is the calorie myth. Nick, what is the calorie myth? What does it mean? And what is the misconception in the general population, if you will? And what is the real truth? with calories. So the real truth about calories is that you can go ahead and look at the back of your packages, go ahead and count calories a little bit, go ahead and use that as a basic guide. But calories are not the be-all, end-all of weight loss the way a lot of people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently you had the first lady, the the esteemed first lady, Michelle Obama, um, saying that uh, she basically unveiled the new nutritional packaging, and the new packaging, you know, it doesn't mention a lot of things. It doesn't talk about GMOs. It doesn't uh, talk about artificial ingredients, but it does talk about calorie counting. It has it has the calorie counts much more emphasized. Mm-hmm. And the ironic thing about that is that people need to focus less on counting calories and more on what type of foods are putting into their bodies to support their body chemistry, to support Mm -hmm. a healthy body chemistry that will allow you to burn more weight. Uh, What do you you mean by that? So explain that further. Like what type of foods? Like is that a different type of calorie or what? um, Well, of course, uh, 100 calories of fresh organic fruit is far different than 100 calories of something that's been artificially sweetened. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, artificial sweeteners are are bad news. There's even been Harvard studies that have shown that they lead to more weight gain in people that consume them. Mm-hmm. And yet you have the companies that make these products, they're still putting diet this and healthy that, you know, light and easy that. Mm-hmm. And people don't get the message. They don't read the back of the package. They don't read the ingredients. They don't 
Uh, or they just don't understand the back of the package or the ingredients. Because they see, oh, it doesn't have any sugar, but it has an artificial sweetener, but they don't realize an artificial sweetener is worse than sugar. And it's fat-free. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't mean a whole lot when there's artificial sweeteners and preservatives and all that that are clogging everything up. So, so calories... So, for everyone listening, calories are basically units of energy. To basically simplify it, right? I mean, calories are units of energy. Pretty you, much, yeah. You ingest calories, you burn calories. And the old kind of consensus was, okay, if you eat a thousand calories, you need to burn a thousand calories. Um, and that's how you lose weight. You, you eat less calories, and you burn more calories so that you have a calorie deficit, quote unquote. Calorie deficit. Right, a calorie deficit, meaning your body will burn more of that, those calories and you'll lose weight. Um, which doesn't make a lot of sense because if calories are units of energy, wouldn't you want more <laughs> calories to be able to give your body more energy to burn weight if they're to good calories to, to, to have that source of energy? Whereas, if, and, it, and, it, and it, once again, it's obviously the quality of the calories. So if you're eating calories that are derived from fake foods and things like that, yeah, you might have some energy, but it's going to be short-lived, and then you crash, and then you're you have all these after the crash, all these artificial sweeteners and preservatives are just milking around in your stomach and your <laughs> gut and <laughs> just soaking in, and then you add more weight. They're, be, they're being stored. They're being stored in your fat because a lot of people don't realize that fat deposits, especially around your midsection, mm-hmm. these are packed full of toxins that your body has no idea what to get rid of. Okay. So uh, that's why detoxing is so beneficial in, in fat loss. Mm-hmm. It basically allows the fat cells to be broken down a lot easier from the toxins those is that everything yeah yeah okay. it allows the toxins to be released a lot easier and mm-hmm. it allows the fat cells to be broken up and released from your body a lot easier okay so so if you're taking in toxins if you're taking in 100 calories and 75% of that item is something artificial and toxic to the body mm-hmm. you're going to be much more prone to store fat to store, right to store those toxins in fat Right, because the ratio is so. like ridiculously off, and your body's like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> exactly. It's confused. It's really confused, um, which makes a lot of sense. So, uh, so let's sum this up a little bit. So, calories. What what are some better sources of calories? Yeah, obviously artificial sweeteners you want to avoid. Which are what are some artificial sweeteners? I'm, I'm trying to think of a few. Um, sucralose. Sucralose. Uh, aspartame. As as sulfame, potassium. Okay. Uh, those are probably the big three, and uh, sucralose is actually marketed as NutraSweet. Okay. So the, just so avoid those in general. Yeah, basically stay away from any product that Donald Rumsfeld has a stake in. Okay. The war <laughs> profiteer. Good tip. Yeah. War, war on other countries and war on your body, apparently. Um, Exactly. Interesting. Okay, so those are some things you want to stay away from. And then, and then just calories in general. Anything that's bagged, boxed, canned, or processed, those calories are generally going to be a lower quality calorie. Then calories from fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, nuts, seeds, uh, lean protein, um, organic pastured eggs, stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's more about the source of the calories because the source of the energy will either give to your body and to your health or take away from it. And you have to understand, just like food quality, the, the quality of those calories is determined by the quality of the food. So just pay attention to the quality of the food you're eating. It's as simple as that. If you want to release excess fat, you have to give your body the excess nutrients in order to 
do the extra job it needs to do to a little bit work overtime, if you will, to process that out of the body, which yeah. is what the good calories do as opposed to, uh, opposed to bad calories. Uh, so that's one thing we talk about in the book is the calorie myth and, and just uh, giving you some information on that and calories and, and uh, what to pay attention to. Next thing we're going to talk about is GMOs because GMOs is actually something that uh, Nick is probably one of the foremost experts on GMOs on the web, honestly. He's been cited by the Cornucopia Institute, uh, Dr. Joseph Mercola, naturalnews.com. Anyone and everyone who is uh, known and has a name in natural health, holistic health, or just health in general, uh, has probably seen one of Nick's uh, GMO articles from allhealthworks.com. So, Nick, and he actually wrote a book. Nick wrote a book on GMOs and... and um, um, that one is... Still on the drawing board right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. Started right now. I started it. Yeah. It might come out one day. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but so he kind of knows a lot about GMOs and the relations to human health, and then also you actually started a book on GMOs and fat loss. So, talk a little bit about how GMOs affect weight gain, and how we know that, and which GMO foods we should avoid. Well, obviously, I'd imagine it's all of them, but yeah. So I really wish I could stop being that guy, quote unquote, and stop talking about GMOs so much because it's kind of off-putting sometimes, but it is actually really, really important to, uh, to know which genetically modified foods to avoid mm-hmm. and to know how important it is to support a healthy body chemistry mm-hmm. for both health and weight loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to GMOs, the first, the first two things to avoid would be corn and soy. Okay. Before we get into that, what, why, what in GMOs causes to gain weight? Like, what, like if I eat genetically modified corn or organic tomatoes, why is organic tomatoes going to be healthier for my weight loss than genetically modified corn? I mean, most people think corn is healthy and tomatoes are healthy. So tell us why there's a difference there. What's, what, is there any scientific research backing this up, or is this all hearsay? Yeah, there was actually a study conducted by Norwegian researchers over a 10-year period, and this was on genetically modified foods fed to lab animals. And this one actually involved different types of lab animals, including rats, uh, uh, salmon, I believe, a a type of fish, and uh, one or two others. And basically they found out that, uh, well, the rats, first and foremost, that ate a diet consisting of genetically modified corn, grew fatter and ate more food over time than fats that were, or than rats that were on a genetically modified diet. No, than rats that were on a non-genetically modified corn diet. Okay. So basically the rats that ate the GMOs got fatter than the rats that didn't eat GMOs. GMOs. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. And Do you know how much fatter? Was it like a 20% fatter? Like, uh, did it, did it, it was I'm curious. And if not, don't worry about it. It's just kind of, I'm curious how... And I, and I do remember seeing that online. I, I remember uh, someone sharing an image. It might have been your page or someone else's page, probably both, of the picture of the rats. And the rats that ate GMOs were obviously fatter. Like, it was not... Huh. It wasn't like, oh, those rats are just stronger. They might be have more muscle mass. No, the rats were fatter. Like, they were dragging that fat along Clearly the Clearly fatter, yeah. Clearly fatter. So, <laughs> um, so, okay, so there's scientific studies showing that genetically modified foods cause fat gain as opposed to regular... Uh, produce or organic produce. Was it regular? Do you know if it was regular organic produce? Um, in that it was. They didn't really specify. Okay, but it was non-GMO. Non-GMO for sure. Probably just regular produce. So if you're eating organic, that's even another level of health and nutrition for the body. Um, okay, so the the top. What are the top, the top GMO crops? Uh, once again, 
our corn soy. Corn soy. We can say it together in unison here. <laughs> what else have you Corn want? soy, canola, sugar beets, which which will be indicated by just saying sugar on the package. Okay, so you don't really know necessarily. So just uh, avoid sugar in general. It's yeah, yeah, that is though. a good tip. Yeah, especially since sugar is going to spike blood sugar levels, uh, potentially causing mm-hmm. hormonal imbalances, causing your body to release stress hormones or fat. So sugar in general is just something you want to avoid. Um, it's the best you yeah, can. Yeah, and especially because it could be GMO. Um, Stick with uh, fresh fruit whenever you can. Yeah, instead of actual instead of sugar. Yeah, instead of processed sugar. Um, cool, so avoiding GMOs. That's something we talk about in the book as well. Uh, corn, soy, canola, sugar beets, sugar. Uh, there are other genetically modified foods and crops. Uh, papaya, some papaya is genetically modified. Um, you can look up a list of Crookneck that. squash, for all, the, for all the crookneck squash lovers out there. You might wanna check your squash before you wreck yourself. I don't know what that is exactly, but apparently that's yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, there's lists online. You can go to find a list of genetically modified foods to avoid. Um, because that's something that is um, definitely not going to help you on your journey to uh, burning that fat and releasing the toxins and the fat to sustain a healthy weight. And there's been a lot of anecdotal evidence I've seen on the web about people saying they dropped like 50 pounds, 30 pounds, you know, substantial amounts of weight mm-hmm. simply by getting rid of genetically modified foods in their diet. Right. Because foods that have genetically modified ingredients, they tend to be foods that also have preservatives, sugar, uh, MSG. That's a good point. Other things like that to mask the lower quality of the food that you're eating. Yeah, that's a good point. I thought of that. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, because it, it's, um, yeah, typically speaking, like canola oil will be in food. Like canola oil is kind of a preservative additive, if you will an oil to fill the gap, if you will, in a food, quote-unquote, recipe. So it's typically junk food, boxed food, canned food, or, what, you know, whatever, chips, or whatever. Um, so that does make a lot of sense. So uh, pay attention to that as well. That's a, that's a great, great point. Um, okay, so next we want to talk a bit about uh, healthy fats. Uh, healthy fats are something that uh, you would think most people have this consensus that, oh, you know, if I want to lose weight and and burn calories and, and get rid of fat, uh, I don't want to eat any fats, you know, even fats in foods like um, avocados and things like that. Yeah. So why are healthy fats important for health and wellness, and how do they actually help you lose weight, or burn, you know, lose fat specifically? Uh, well, healthy fats reduce inflammation for one thing. Okay. So why is that, how does that um, help you lose fat? Especially omega-3s, which are found in lots of different uh, healthy fats, like um, avocados, avocados, fish oil. Different nuts and seeds, I know, have some. I think uh, macadamia, I want to say, does. Yeah. Al- the almonds? I think almonds don't have uh, I don't know. I, so. I, don't know. Hard to say. I know different seeds do too, but yeah, there's definitely fish, uh, avocado, Coconut, I believe, does. Does olive oil? Olive oil might, too. I believe olive oil does. And then different nuts and seeds. And once again, you can look up a list for that online. It's, you know, we're not... Uh, there's some specifics there for you, but once again, you know, um, a list, there's lists online. For we've, all got, we've got the answers in the book, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, the, the healthy fats are... Uh, so, they're anti-inflammatory. So, how does that, why is that good and what does that, how does that actually help you? Uh, inflammation is one of the biggest precursors to both. 
disease and fat gain. Okay. A lot of people don't realize. Okay. So if you're eating, if you're combining the wrong foods, like meat and potatoes, for example, and then having a dessert on top of that, mm-hmm. your body is going to be so inflamed trying to deal with so many different things mm-hmm. at one time. Right. That it's going to be a lot more prone to storing fat. Okay, because the inflammation slows everything down, basically. Pretty much. Right. Okay. And it's inflammation in the gut, in your digestive system. So, you know, everything's trying to be processed, there's inflammation, nothing's flowing properly, whereas if you were to just eat a salad with vegetables, everything goes through. If you're eating fruit, just fruit, fruit goes through. So, simplifying is definitely a good idea for that, too, it seems. So, healthy fats, eating more healthy fats, and avoiding... The, the genetically modified fats, once again, GMOs comes up. Uh, canola oil is a, is a genetically modified fat, right? I mean, it's a fat oil. Yeah, yeah. oil. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Do you know of any other? All, all of these things we're talking about all increase inflammation. And then there are studies that show that if you're getting the right omega-3s, such as fish oil, uh, you have the ability to lose a lot more weight. Um, there was actually a study that went for three weeks and people that were given sunflower oil, which doesn't have any omega-3s, mm-hmm. they actually had a higher body fat percentage than people that were given fish oil, tuna fish oil, Okay. which is rich in these anti-inflammatory omega-3s. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it all comes, so down, it all comes down to inflammation and getting the right nutrients, the right ratio of fats. Mm. Omega threes to omega sixes. Omega sixes are uns or polyunsaturated fats such as canola oil and mm-hmm. uh, sunflower oil, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. So you want to have that right ratio so you don't have too much inflammation in the body. Right. Okay. And the other thing too, I will say about healthy fats that's kind of cool is uh, healthy fats are a great source of energy. So for example, uh, avocados, coconut. Uh, these are healthy fats, and when you eat them, they're a great source of long-term sustainable energy. Whereas fruit, for example, if you eat fruit, your blood sugar level spikes, you get a little bit of burst of energy, and then your blood sugar level drops. So you get good energy from it, but it's not the same as eating a coconut, which feeds your brain, your mind, your body, and your energy, which is sustainable throughout the day, so you don't need to be dependent on junk food, GMOs, and things like that. So that's another benefit to healthy fats, is you have sustained energy, that helps you uh, move more, exercise, make better decisions, and be more cognitively aware of kind of what you're doing. That's I've definitely noticed that by eating more coconuts and, and avocados and Costa Rica down here. Um, okay, so the next thing we're gonna talk about is high water content foods. Uh, I'll take the reins on this one. High water content foods are absolutely incredible because um, they're very hydrating to the body. So um, a few examples are well, probably the best example, the number one example would be watermelon because watermelon is like, I want to say it's like 70 or 80 or something. Like that. Maybe 90, yeah. It's, I, there's a list I saw online of the highest water concentrated foods in watermelon. I want to say it was number one. I think cucumbers was on the list. Celery. Um, celery, yeah. Uh, there's a lot romaine. of... Romaine. Romaine, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so romaine, celery, watermelon, uh, a lot of basically fruits and vegetables. A lot of fruits and vegetables. And the ones that have higher water content, you'll know because you'll eat them and water will drip from them. <laughs> like those are the highest, highest water content foods. Uh, so the great thing about uh, high water content foods, specifically being fruits and vegetables, is that they're hydrating to the body. And typically speaking, if your body's holding on to excess fat, your body's dehydrated because that extra hydration 
would help to detoxify the lymphatic system, it helped to detoxify, uh, it helped uh, to break down and remove toxins from the body, from the liver, uh, and help the body to just remove and process that fat. So dehydration is most likely a cause of being, of having excess fat. Um, so just consuming high water content foods, fruits and vegetables and things like that are great because you're, you're getting that hydration paired with the minerals and vitamins which make that more effective. So drinking water is great, and we talk a bit about drinking water in the food, er, about drinking water in the book and staying hydrated. But at the same time, eating high water content foods, such as fruits and vegetables, are very good for your health and well-being, which uh, helps to uh, detoxify your digestive system, hydrate your immune system, your digestive system, your intestines, your liver, your colon, to flush things out of the body, paired with those nutrients because they work together. It's like a co-creative process in order to detoxify and nutrify the body uh, to allow for that balance once again. So uh, high water content foods are amazing, uh, absolutely worth including. We talk a bit about that in the book as well uh, and, and definitely worth um, using. Um, do you have anything you want to add to that at all? Um, yeah, there was actually a study because we are very study oriented, very studious over here at Healthy Wild and Free and AllTeltWorks.com. <laughs> definitely. Uh, there's a study from the University of Tokyo. Uh-huh. Uh, they actually they actually hooked Godzilla up to a bunch of wires. And, uh, I was like, wait, is this? <laughs> what's going on here? No, no, actually, they hooked Godzilla's some... Godzilla's not real. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> All right, sorry, continue. <laughs> Mine is blown. Uh, they, actually followed, they actually studied a group of women who ate foods that had a higher water content. Okay. And, uh, yeah, the, the results were pretty clear that the women that ate these foods with the higher water content, they had a smaller body mass, mm-hmm. uh, smaller waistline, mm-hmm. and they basically just lost weight just from having high water content foods. Okay. So um, there you go. There you have it. Was that a university that did that study, or was that an independent? University uh, of Tokyo. Oh, oh okay. I'm, I, okay. In Japan. Japan. Okay, <laughs> in Japan. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. If you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have scientific uh, studies proving GMOs are not beneficial for, uh, for you know, health and well-being and, and uh, uh, healthy weight. And same with high-water content foods. Having those in your diet, we have scientific studies that show, or at least one study that shows that's beneficial overall. Uh, so we talked about a lot. We talked about. Uh, Artificial sweeteners, calorie myths, GMOs, healthy fats, high water content foods. Uh, we're going to talk about one more thing that's in the book that I have kind of discovered recently that I think is absolutely awesome. Um, just to kind of sum it up and give you a real hot, spicy tip before before we end this interview because we're going to kind of cut it short today and uh, head to the ocean because it's it's hot here and got to get grounded and get mineralized in the ocean water. So uh, this this tip is kind of cool and interesting and I. I uh, I knew that, that this was beneficial, but there's a lot of benefits to it that I think people aren't talking about that are really cool. So this tip is very simple. It's simply to sit in a sauna. Yeah, simple as that. Um, infrared saunas are preferable because they're a little bit better. They work a little bit better with the body as far as heating it up, and it's not as stressful on the body. But either way, a sauna is beneficial. And beyond that, a sauna or a steam room if the water is purified, preferably. Otherwise, I wouldn't really recommend it or even a hot tub if the water isn't chlorinated, <laughs> uh, or a hot spring, anything that heats up the thermal mass of the body uh, is incredible for uh, a few reasons. First reason being it's detoxifying. So the detoxification value, it helps to move the lymphatic system, helps to speed up circulation, 
helps to uh, basically just get the body moving and flowing, um, which is basically by moving the lymphatic system and speeding up circulation, as simple as that. Uh, and by doing those things, it helps your body to detoxify and helps the organs and systems and functions within your body to flow better, yes. which is what we are really teaching within this book, is how to use what you drink, what you eat, how you move, and how you think, and how you sleep to be coherent to feed and support your health and wellness for your body to remove excess fat with ease naturally. That's the simplest. Yeah, because a lot of people don't realize your body your body is burning fat all the time if it's in the right state. Right. Yeah. And I used to think, like going back to the calorie myth thing, mm-hmm. I used to look at those charts that would say, okay, you ate a steak. That means you have to run on a treadmill for two hours. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't do that. That's right. not sustainable. Right. That's not realistic. So I'm just like, screw it, I'm gonna have dessert anyway. I, I'm gonna be fat the rest of my life. I can't, I can't run on a treadmill for three hours. Right. For that one little meal I ate in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's the, 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 mat, the, the timing doesn't work out that well. Um, it's like it's yeah. almost like another fear-based, fear-based uh, system of disseminating this information. Right. Like you have to be afraid. You have to always want our products. You have to always be dependent on. Yeah. Yeah. You have to always be looking for the next big thing, the next big, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely the world of weight loss is very, I don't know, it's deceptive and it's very manipulative and it's very. It's very misleading. It's not. There's not a lot of cold, hard facts out there. It's a lot of BS and a lot of marketing and a lot of just hype. Because you know, I, like if you're looking to lose weight and you're listening to this, hear both of us out. We have both lost weight purposefully and accidentally. I believe. I think both of us have. Oh yeah. Um, and we've learned a lot in that process. Like I've I've gained and lost uh, 12 pounds, 17 pounds, and I've done that multiple times. Um, from when I lived in Costa Rica and Michigan, uh, switching my diet around, doing different exercises, just doing a lot of different things. I've I play around with my body. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm what Caleb <laughs> I'm what Caleb Jennings would call a holistic biohacker. Uh, so, you know, a new buzzword biohacker. Yeah, everybody wants to be a biohacker. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just something that like we've learned a lot in this process, and we've learned a lot about health and wellness. And really, when you're at a healthy weight you're healthy. Notice healthy weight means, you know, healthy preempts that. So, uh, this book is not about, this book is not about, like, getting rid of fat and using, like, you know, a pill and a, and a special, you know, like, blanket or something. That, an ab-toning belt. Yeah, an ab-toning <laughs> belt that, like, you Some know. Jock waves to your abs. Right. And, and I'm not a, there, there, there may be something there in the future, but as of right now, I do not know of anything. Well, actually, there is one thing, but, but I, I don't think it's going to help you this weight. I mean, that's a whole other story. Anyway, I'm getting off track. But um, basically, you know, that, that's what this book is about, and, and, I, and that's the premise of the book, is to be very holistic, very focused on improving each area of your life and taking baby steps in the right direction so you can make improvements. You can see that progress. You can see, oh, I've lost, you know, two or three pounds last week just by using three or four or five of these tips. What yeah. if I start using another three or four or five and just adding one each day or adding one each week? Even if you had one a week, that's 52 new positive, healthy habits you're adding yeah, in all, a year. It's you're going to lose all, all that weight consist- you want. Yeah, exactly. So that's what this book is teaching. Yeah. Commitment, commitment and consistency to being healthy, to release the weight you want to release. 
So uh, just to finish this sauna, because I kind of got off tangent here. Um, a sauna is great, and you can go to a sauna in your, you know, at your gym or at your house or at a friend's house or whatever. It's good for detoxifying the lymphatic system, boosting circulation, and it's also actually beneficial for burning calories, believe it or not. So if you just sit in a sauna, and I, there was a mathematical equation online, I forget exactly what it was, but I want to say it was like two calories every half an hour. Now that's not that much. Obviously, you're not going to burn your Whopper. You just say, you know, hopefully you aren't eating Whoppers at this point. But if you are, I don't recommend eating that either. But uh, if you're if you're eating, you know, or even a steak or whatever, you know, you're not going to burn all that by sitting in a sauna. But it's therapeutic. It boosts the lymphatic system circulation, and you're burning some of those calories. So you're getting multiple benefits. And on top of that, you're detoxifying through your skin because you're sweating. So you 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 hydrate more. So you're you're really just creating a new flow, a new kind of flow within your body, which helps it's a health therapeutic process. So uh, go to the sauna more often, or if you live in a very hot climate, go outside, sit in the sun, sweat a bit, you know, just just sweat, you know, simple as that. Um, so yeah, that's you know, we just wanted to share some tips with you. Uh, throw this quick audio together, make this podcast, um, put it up on iTunes, um, and you know, share it and, and hopefully inspire those of you that really are committed to losing weight to taking action and using dirt cheap weight loss because it doesn't have to be pricey. It doesn't have to cost hundreds or thousands of dollars. You don't need expensive crazy pills or gym memberships or meals that are packaged in boxes that come from God knows where, yeah. China or something. Shipped overnight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like this is this is ridiculous with three-day shipping that is <laughs> this world has come frozen. to. Um, so um, you know that that's that's why we created this book, and uh, we're actually releasing this podcast the day that this book is available for sale. We're, we're making the book uh, $3.99. I believe it's $3.99 or $2.99, one of the two. It's going to be a few bucks. It'll be like three or four, two or three, four, I don't know. <laughs> it's cheap is what I'm saying. So we're making the book cheap because we're cheap. And we, if you're cheap and you want to lose weight, you know, it's like perfect. You know, it's like dirt cheap weight loss. We're making it cheap for the people that want to lose weight on a budget. And we understand that. And it doesn't need to cost a lot of money. So um, hopefully those tips we shared helped you out a little bit. And... Um, uh, there is, what, 96 more of those? There are 95 more of those in the book. So um, if you thought those were interesting and, and you've never heard those before or you've just heard something new, um, we have 95 more of those in the book. It's 101 tips. It's a lot of valuable information. Some of them are really small and easy. You can implement in a day. Some of them take a little bit more time to learn. But regardless, if you start implementing them, you're going to see results quickly and it'll just compound and compound. Um, just like uh, one of my favorite quotes is Albert Einstein. He says, the most powerful force in the universe is compounding interest. So if you take these tips and you start implementing them one by one, slowly but surely, and take baby steps, they will compound and add to each other, and you will see massive gains. Well, not gains. Massive loss <laughs> and great results from it. So uh, I just want to leave it on. Is there anything more you want to say? Uh, how many pages is that book? Uh, the, pages, uh, the book is about 150 pages. Okay. So it's 101 tips, 150 pages. It's about a page, a tip a page or so. So even if you just read one page a day and saved it and added one a day or started to implement one a day or you know whatever, just become aware of those, you can completely change your, your habits and your health within a month, two months, three months. You know, Within three months, you could be looking totally different, feeling totally different, and on a great path to health and wellness. And Nick and myself are both here to support you on your journey to becoming healthy and fit. And that's what our blog and podcast and videos and audios are about, is helping you on that journey to build a sustainable, healthy version of you. So uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and iTunes. 
just click the subscribe button and, and if you go to iTunes, search Healthy Wild Free and click subscribe. Um, if you're on uh, the website listening to this, the audio, make sure to like it, leave a comment, share it with your friends and family. Um, if you have a friend who's on a budget or just doesn't have a lot of money and wants to lose weight, this is a great gift book for them. Uh, send them a copy. You can buy it as a gift them on Amazon um, and, and just you know, help and support them in their goals. And this is something that actually will help them. Um, we believe so at least because we, you know, we put a lot of hard work into it and we really believe it's going to help a lot of people. So um, we'll leave it at that. This is uh, David Benjamin from HealthyWildFree.com. And Nick Meyer from AllHealthWorks.com. AllHealthWorks.com. Check it out. Like our Facebook pages. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Puta Vida. The next episode will be entirely in Spanish. Not, not really. He's kidding. <laughs> Puta Vida. Puta Vida. <laughs>